Okay, welcome back to Anything Goes with Joe and Carla. Right, and uh, sweetheart, we have something different today. I know, and that's probably going to be perceived differently by those who are watching and those who are um, listening. Right. So for those who are listening, maybe you've uh, you've kind of noticed that we are we have clearer voices and hopefully louder. Hopefully, they're noticing. Hopefully, that. or at least you know, if you you can't really determine what's different, but so there's something different. Yeah. And that's because we've got our own mics. Yes, we've got our own mics. Umasenso na. <laughs> Episode number five, meron na kaming better mics for podcasting. Right. So, to, for this episode, we will uh, do the usual segments. But mm-hmm. we decided to continue with the main topic of answering questions about relationships. Yeah, there was a request by some of you to have a part two of our marriage topic. And we're actually very grateful for those who are on our FB group um, interacting with us about the topic further, furthering the discussion. Yeah, we really, yeah. really love listening to your own um, answers, and thoughts, s- and opinions, their own and your own stories. Thank you so much. Right. So, But before that, we're going to um, do our normal segment. Right. And just uh, we incorporated the suggestion of a friend, Ria, who said, why not put uh, sound bites to do separations between the segments so that people can, you know, follow it better, I guess. Yeah, oh, Kasi ano na eh, um, uh, umaasenso na yung podcast. Feeling <laughs> podcast na talaga eh. Jumping now to what we're into. What we're into. So what are you into? Okay, um, you saw me preparing my props. Yeah, I kind of guessed what it is now. Okay, yes. So we have this book that just arrived uh, that we've. I was reading to Philip the other day. It's called The Dangerous Journey, The Story of Pilgrim's Progress. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this book to begin with, The Pilgrim's Progress. And I love this particular way that it's captured. And The Pilgrim's Progress is a... An, what is it? An allegory? Um, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, it's it's a it's basically an illustration of how the Christian life goes. Right. And so it's not very subtle. It's it's very. It's overt. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's overt because the guy's name is Christian, and other uh, characters that he are named as it is, like burden is burden, right? Yeah, the burden is is, is a burden, and then his neighbors, the ones chasing after him, are obstinate and pliable so the people are named after you know what they do mm-hmm. but I, I just love the way it's depicted um, obviously like any retelling or, or 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 adaptation of the Christian story that's not the Bible it's not perfect it's not completely accurate but it's it's amazing there's a lot of richness to it so Philip and I have been reading it and I, I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying the process and I'm enjoying watching him wrestle with it I think the idea of having metaphors or having pictures for him to engage with really deepens his own owning of the story. Right. So that's what I like about it. So for those of you who are parents out there, you've got small kids, this is highly recommended. This is also recommended in the Charlotte Mason um, lists or what do you call that? Um, book lists, they would recommend this dangerous journey by, who does it say? Oh, is it the author Ferdman's? Erd- Erdman's? Erdman, sorry. Yeah. I didn't read that Who correctly. Who adapted it from John Bunyan. Right. So if, if you want, the nice thing about this is that you can intro Pilgrim's Progress to your child already um, before he even gets to the like the harder text. And he won't really have a hard time. That's a value kasi of giving them something that's illustrated or something that's put in a language that's more understandable for children. The, the value of that is that they will not fear the text anymore when they get older. Right, right. So when they have to, say, read this for elementary years, they won't really um, fear uh, the the kind of language or the kind of story just because they've encountered it in younger years now. Yeah, I personally feel like it might be a little... Like, if this is Philip's reach, it's just a little beyond it. Because it's got words like yonder. You know, words we don't use normally. Which is another value of Charlotte Mason. Yeah. Charlotte Mason That's what is I felt all too. about 
living books and beautiful language. It actually uses a lot of thou, the, ye, um, and it's actually what you're saying na parang it's be a little beyond him. Maybe it's a beyond his own um, knowledge as of now. But Charlotte Mason wouldn't say that his age is um, inappropriate yeah. for such language. The earlier you can introduce your child to such beautiful language, the better. Yeah, and the nice thing is uh, I'm there to help him process. Correct. So sometimes he'll he'll fixate on uh, why did these two try to bring him back? So that that's what he was uh, fixed on the first night we were reading it because he said, the guy just wants to leave. Why do you want to bring him back? Yeah. And uh, so we talked about that, why you would want someone to br- go back from their journey of faith. The other thing he really fixed on on the first two chapters was the burden. Like how heavy is this burden and do I have a burden? And uh, so we talked about sin. And then he said, oh, the burden's not on my back, but it's in on the inside before Jesus comes into my heart. So so he, he, he understood that. I think he said something like, this is a picture on the outside of what happens on the inside. So I was like, whoa, okay. I'm glad you got that. And that is narration. Right. <laughs> but you know what? If, if I keep on pointing out what's so beautiful about this entire process. Baka hindi na tayo. Baka move on to our next right. topic. So, so I'm into the dangerous journey, the story of Pilgrim's Progress. Right. So maybe one time na lang we can... Actually, that's what I realized. Compiling the questions from the people who asked something about marriage. There were a couple there that would ask about parenting. And maybe we could have another podcast for that. Like parenting small children. And we're not here as... We're not here as experts, but we're more yeah. like uh, we're, we're journeying with you. Yeah. We just want to share whatever is working for us. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe. Yeah. So what am I into? I have the Skin Fix Barrier Plus Lipid Peptide Cream. Nourishing Rich Hydrator. Tested and recommended by Unbiased Derms. Vegan and cruelty free. So this is a, that very long title or uh, name of a product is actually a moisturizer for the face. And so it's a I've, lotion for the face. It's a lotion for the face. And I've never been to, like I said before, I wasn't ever into skincare. Me also. And <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was never into it. But because of Cloy, I started really minding my skincare and so I searched up like really good creams for the skin and I really wasn't expecting much when I got it. I was like, okay, if it works, it works. Like all moisturizers are kind of like the same for me until I encountered this. That was my question. What's so different about this? Okay, I really didn't because I had uh, a moisturizer for like the nighttime, which is Laneige. I don't know how you say that. Laneige, Laneige or whatever. Laneige. So, it's spelled as Laneige. 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 So, I, I would use that for the night and I found it to be really, really good for my skin. Like, I would see the difference. It improved my skin. But I didn't really feel anything do you get what i mean like you see please don't break my for those who are listening he's trying he you know my husband breaks stuff um all the time <laughs> but he doesn't break my heart i have a gift okay Mm-mm. okay you have a I gift. i'm not doing it on purpose yes so anyway how do you open it here you just press this Okay, but anyway can you let me continue i'm, okay. I, I'm listening to <laughs> so that that cream so you get you got what you got what I was saying earlier now my my moisturizers before this I would see the difference but I don't really feel much of the difference this one I feel please don't waste it don't waste it it's expensive okay, I he's got getting a little some bit like a toothpaste cream. like when you brush your teeth full. he's getting some cream and it's expensive I don't want it to run out too fast I'm anyway, gonna try it and see if I can feel the difference so you won't feel the difference right away so oh, like what okay. I was saying you see the difference in some things in some moisturizers but you don't really feel them this one I wore it like one night time I wore it and the next day it was still on which was surprising because usually what you feel is that your moisturizer has already run out by the next day. But this one stayed. 
And I tested it further. Kasi, quarantine naman tayo. Hindi, hindi na rin ako naliligo. <laughs> I didn't wash my face until like nighttime. And it still felt to be there. Like on my face. Like I still felt it. And it was still very, not thick. It's not even, it's not even thick or greasy. It's just, you just feel moisturized. And that's like overnight. Mm-hmm. I feel it now. Right. So if you if you don't wash your face for like overnight and then you you test it tomorrow, you see if, if it's still there, you'll see that it's still there. Right. If at least it works the same on your skin as okay. mine. So uh, that, that, that's the reason why I'm so into it because I feel like uh, I've never, well, I feel it. That's it. I just feel it. I don't just see the difference. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. the moisturizer, the moisturizing effect. And the best part about it is that it's pretty clean. Like a lot of skincare products because they are very good, but they're also very chemically strong. So this one is a bit good on the skin, meaning like they use clean products. And that's why I like it so much. I thought it was really cool because I just put some on while she was talking. The way it you put it on, you you press down and a little bit it's like comes a pump. out. I don't know how to describe it, but it that's unique. Yeah, it me. is unique. But yeah, so yeah, so please I'm get this recommended by Carla so you, and I think Joe, you can the only <laughs> moisturizer that I I'm think, recommending um, because you it's get got it a from cool skinfix.com. So I don't know if you can get it in the Philippines, but I got it here in America. There. All right, that's what we're into. Yep. Now, topic of the day. Topic of the day. Topic of the day. Marriage. Yeah. And we decided to just go with the questions people asked. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to do this all the time, sweetheart. I don't think you and I had the desire to talk just about do. marriage or oh, relationships yeah, or all the time. Exactly. Even though we do get a lot of those questions. And we don't mind. We don't mind those questions. But... Uh, we just don't want to do that all, all the time. Yeah, and you know what? By having people ask us the ma- marriage questions, I also realize that a lot of other people are asking us about parenting or singlehood. So we'll we'll get to other topics as well. Right. Yeah. So if you have like a request, I, I'm still waiting topic, for the Mongols. Topic. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Baka merong Mongol team jan or interdental brush Guys, team. Guys, you can ask more about that. Okay. <laughs> But for now, we're going to stick with all marriage questions. And so what I did was, I got a lot. Thank you for compiling thank all of them, Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank, you're welcome. And thank you to everyone who sent in their, their marriage questions. But the thing is, I kind of noticed that some of them are asking to not have their names okay. mentioned in the podcast. And also, I saw that there are like a lot, there are like a bunch of them that are the same topic. So you group or it. this yeah so I group them together so we're not gonna mention the the names of the people who asked anymore yeah, yeah. just for you know pri- privacy sake and if you really don't if you don't feel like being mentioned here that that's all right that's it's a safe space and so we we're just gonna talk about like the topics that were that kind of emerged from the questions and then we'll get into detail about them and then we'll also mention questions that were kind of unique mm-hmm. very different so we like have probably around the end of we have it says the there end. six that are all in ge- six general categories and then we've got a seventh category of all kinds of stuff yes <laughs> that's gonna be fun oh very fun okay so want to start yeah, so where well, do we start the first one finances that's the first category so a lot of people are asking how do we budget (laughs) (laughs) well okay um between the two of us carla is way more responsible when it comes to money than me and uh uh it was one of our biggest fights uh early on in our marriage and occasionally it flares up now but it doesn't. We don't fight so much now, as much as it is remind each other of the principles that we've agreed on. Uh, like you know, typical thing is Joe will want to give or buy something big, and Carla will be like, "Okay, have you put aside for tithing? Have you put aside? With, well, not tithing. We would do that, but have you put aside for savings? Save, savings. Have we budgeted for all of these things? No, no, no. Okay, then stop bringing up those big expenses first. Oh yeah, you're right. So, okay, so we've been married for 10 years already and we didn't really budget like this the way that we do it now 
before. Yes. Um, it was very different. Back then, it was very literal and it helped us a lot. Because when we were like having troubles with our budgeting, um, like financially, feeling namin, we're not stewarding whatever we had properly. I proposed the system of the envelope system. Yeah. So and we had this really, wise, we had this envelope sorry. that um, had pockets. So I, I don't know what the accordion, I think yeah. those are accordion wallets. And then for each section would be uh, the name of, let's say, that expense. So let's say utilities, eating out, um, eating out gifts, um, whatever, like your corriente, your, your food, mm-hmm. your grocery. So we really collected the receipts of each and every expense and put it in there so we, we could track what are we spending on um, and why are we spending that much for a certain thing? Because surely you'll see something that's like a large bulk of that. Before, this was like way before budgeting apps. Because budgeting apps kind of do that. No, but we weren't using it. 10 years ago? No. Really? Or maybe we weren't really. But And I feel like the physical thing is more tangible. It was. I hated seeing that that section for eating out was gone. It was running out. Because we then, would really put money in yeah. there. Like, but then she would point at the section. Because I wanted to get from the other sections. And she would say, okay, do you not want to have electricity? Do you not want to be able right. to go to the grocery? So, oh, yeah, you're right. So it was a very good training in the beginning. And when we got the hang of it, we stopped the envelope system. And then we could do it more virtually, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So, pero maganda siyang training. Like, collect your receipts and then also have physical cash. Like, tangible cash in the envelope that actually runs out. If you're having troubles ha, about yeah, that. Because yeah. some, some couples are really gifted about this. Mm-hmm. And we admit that we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not, I mean, like, I know I think some... you're way better than me. I'm way better than you. But I'm still not like other people. <laughs> Also, to be honest, re- uh, in the beginning, uh, our income was much, much uh, lower. Right. Uh, you, you had one in the first few months and then you, you stopped working. So for the first uh, four years, uh, it was just uh, my salary and it mm-hmm. was much lower uh, mm-hmm. before. Um, and that's, that's a long story. <laughs> Uh, so we had to really admit to ourselves that this is how much we're making and while we yes. want to do all these other things we want to help these people this way we want to live this kind of lifestyle we just can't yeah it's a reality check then because like the envelope system was a good reality check for the both of us that you know this is the most that we could spend and we can't go beyond it because right. the reality is we don't have more than that mm-hmm. so that was a very good start for us. However, I think also, because like he mentioned, Nona, he wasn't really good in bringing in the money in the beginning. And he had to, like he really had to step up mm-hmm. in that in that area. And we had, because there's like one question there. Now, do we ever argue about money? And we did a lot before. Yeah. And that's partly because he was not that responsible. And also be- partly because of my own personal history right and i think that's what we want want to kind of like share with you guys like for the married couples out there that our personal histories include money habits as well yes and whatever the money habits is of your of your family is kind of like how it's not well not really how you do things you could be reacting against it like you didn't really like the way that your family taught you how to use your money or spend your money and you're reacting against it and maybe your partner is kind of reminding you more about your family or something that you really really hate about your uh, like a money habit that you really hate so that could be a cause of argument a cause of tension in the marriage and, that's and it's great to address understand at first because i felt like wow she's this is not proportional the way she's responding to this issue and it was very helpful when you know in our talks and we keep mentioning this that it helps to have a mature couple that you both trust right so in our talks with paulo and jen punzalan um it super helped that i understood that now at first i felt it was unfair i felt like i was paying for someone else's sins I felt like, bakit niya ako sinisingin? Hindi naman ako yung nagkulang dito. But, it, 
it, I helped when Pastor Paolo explained it and I realized this is a way to love her. Like, this is a unique way to love Carla. And if I can love her this way by um, not letting my own deficiencies trigger these wounds or, or instill these hurts, then wouldn't that be great to be able to do that for her? And so that was very helpful uh, for all of us. I think I want to say this also when it comes to uh, income. You have to... It's easier to not fight over this when we have the deeper foundations put in place. For example, the conviction that we're supposed to be together and also the conviction that we're going to honor God with our money. When those things are in place, then the rest of it will follow. But when those things are movable, like if we start to think about, wait, why did I get married to you? Or even, is it time to not give our tithe? Is it time to not uh, honor God this way? Oh gosh, I can't imagine how bad our fights would have been. I think what you're saying is that we can have both things, like have a good marriage and also have a good attitude when it comes to our money. Um, it's not an either or, because sometimes yes, that's we yes. um, that's a trap. Eh? It's not prioritizing the relationship and then losing the money or right. being irresponsible with the money. And I I, I just want to encourage the the ones listening that sometimes it takes time. And this didn't like our financial peace right now was not it, it was not present ten years ago yeah. or even nine years ago or eight years ago. It took time. It took a lot of trust building from one another and also the mo- most importantly that God will come through because even th- though the lack of my husband, though though my lack, whatever we both lack, God can fill. Right. Yeah. So it it. I think that peace is not only in being well off, yeah, but more like that God can still come through even though your um, misgivings. Yeah, and so I think wherever we are now, it might be good to clarify those principles. Right. That what is important to us as a family? So then, very often, like even now when we argue, it doesn't get so heated. It's more like, what's your application of the principle? We agreed we don't. We want to pay our household staff well. What is well for you? So dun na kami umiikot. Pero hindi siya ganong kainet kasi nag-agree naman tayo na eh, mahal natin si Rinel, gusto natin siyang alagaan, parang ganun. Yeah, and I think for the two of us, um, this kind of problem kind of taught us different things. So we could have the same problem but very different lessons from different ends. For him, it was more about stewardship and being responsible. For me naman, it's being in faith because I lacked faith also eh, to believe that, you know, even if my husband isn't really that great when it comes to money, we can work our way through it. And mo- most importantly, God can teach us. Yeah. God can bless us even if um, we're not really on the top of our game yet. So there, so and that's he did. That, that's he amazing, did. and he still does. Yes. So our budgeting right now is uh, kind of complicated to um, answer, but it's still there. <laughs> yeah, and that's a serious topic. I, I don't think you know just this segment that we. I know. Would be enough for everyone. And if you really want to learn about budgeting, we're not the people. I think you. I mean, we do have it, but I feel like the best advice that we could give you is to go up go to a friend who's like really 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 good at it and have him or her look at your budgeting habits yeah and maybe that person can help you and we got to give a shout out to the people who helped us with that yeah so obviously paulo and jen and uh, another really good friend who honestly i hope i'm not well it's i hope it's good promotion for him but randall Randall johnson has been amazing so randall thank you it's not just the cookies but also the, um, the, the if you want a book advice. on financial whatever right storehouse principle was something that I read before that's I don't good. know if it's still in print but that's very good it changed my because you know before you even get to the money your heart has to change yep. eh? diba? where your heart is uh, where your <laughs> where your heart is <laughs> I'll did? be there <laughs> <laughs> next question. Okay, next Dual question. Dual income, or what if the wife earns more than the husband? This is uh, super true for us. Like, she can seal a deal, though it's not the one weekly that you seal this deal, diba? but no. you could seal a deal. I mean, if we compute everything that I make in a, in a year, it's for sure more. For sure more um, than you, yeah. 
but oh, you know, over months, it's not naman regular. And if I chose to work, I actually would yeah. have way more than you talaga. Yes. Um, so what's the question? Ah, okay. The que- well, I think the, the reason why I didn't really put the question like as a whole in there like verbatim is because I feel like people are really asking about is there anything wrong about that? Mm. Be- a wife earning more than that? And I think the root of this question is more like if the guy is supposed to be the leader of the home, mm. what do we do about that if the if the wife is the one who's generating more income? Right. That's a good question. Yeah. So... What's your answer? <laughs> well, um, if there's anything wrong with that, I think we have to figure out, is the man being responsible? That's the question. Um, and whether or not the wife should work, I think it's a question of calling more than uh, income. So if the man's being responsible, so for example, us, what we agreed on early on, even when you, when our first year you had an income, was that we would live on my income and we would survive on, on, on my income. Right. And so rent and essentials would be there. And anything above that that you wanted to give to, for example, giving to your family or us going on vacation or us buying, I don't know, uh, a bigger TV would be extra. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be part of the budget. And so when you didn't have an income, you know, we would eat in that, uh, um, uh, what do you call that? That food court in Eastwood. That's the only <laughs> food place court. we could eat. And then we we found like an 80, 86 peso buffet. Yeah. And we're like, yay, okay, we can eat as much as we want. Yeah. And it's Man, just 86 that garlic pesos. Rice was so good. So And just put a little sauce. Yeah, I know. I mean, like that tasted good and felt good in our pockets. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was the reality. And, and, and then now that you have a, a bigger income, it would go back to that. I think what, what, what is crucial, though, is that we've said this over and over again, is that you know that you can stop. Anytime that I want to Anytime that stop. you want to and that the family will survive. Mm-hmm. Because that way, you don't have to carry the weight of, but I can't stop. You know, mm-hmm. I got to take care of these mm-hmm. kids. I got to take care of you. And then I have to bring in the money. Mm-hmm. So and again, that's, the, that's how we chose to apply it. That kind of goes back to personal history. Because I've been working since I was 12 and I was a breadwinner. So it didn't really feel right for me to still continue being a breadwinner once I got married. Right. And that that's good because not every couple listening is going to yes. have the same story. Exactly. I was I was just going to say that that's us. Yeah. But if you yeah. guys feel like the woman is called to work and you feel like that that calling is also because of the issue of provision. I mean, I don't, I, I can't really see anything in the Bible that says the woman must not earn yeah. more than the man. And so, like Proverbs 31, there are investments. Yeah, of that she woman. makes a lot if yeah. you read Proverbs 31. And you see also in the Bible how many of Jesus' supporters are women. So mm-hmm. you kind of wonder, like, where do they get the money? Where do they get the resources? They're very. Women naman talaga are resourceful. Eh? So I wouldn't be surprised if you earned more or if that, let's say, you were the 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 larger income earner in your mm-hmm. home. I don't think anything's wrong with that. And if you have complete peace about that, then well and good. But right? that's the crucial what you said, complete peace. And I think people, we should be honest with each other. And that gets tricky when money is part yes. of the topic. Uh, well, money and culture. Because yeah. I was going to say that we we take a lot of things to be biblical, but really they're more cultural. Right. So like, let's say that whole money habit na dapat yung guy yung gumagawa nito. Uh, I think that's really more cultural than it is biblical because I really don't see anything in the Bible that says um, you shouldn't work. But we do have though um, irresponsibility. I was gonna we'll say have yes. Like a, an OFW, the wife would be overseas. The husband, because she makes just so much, would stay home, and then. So not all of them are like this, but some of them will become irresponsible as a result. Right. And that's what's wrong. It's not that the, that she's making money that's wrong, yeah. but it's the irresponsibility and it, that comes from it. And that irresponsibility is not only um, exclusive for uh, the issue of men. Huh? It's really for everybody. Because <coughs> even women, naman, eh, if you're irresponsible, like let's say the man is working all day, and what is the woman doing all day? Nothing. 
like Netflixing lang and all. I don't mean to look down on people like that, but really irresponsibility as a woman, as a man, those are not really honorable traits if you look at the Bible. Yeah. Let, let, also, it's good, even though we say there's nothing wrong like as a principle, while we might say there's a, no principle outright that says you shouldn't work, you shouldn't have an income, uh, we should be honest with ourselves personally. Like if it's not working for us, so for example, for you, if you're tired and you're like, look, I, I know I like working and we feel, but... Tamana, I, I really shouldn't do that. And we've had that talk several times where you've said, I could make more money. People are getting me for these things. But honestly, when I pray, when I ask God, I want to stay with the kids. Are you okay with that? And we'll wrestle with that together. Right. So it again just points you back to my previous point that it's not just about the money. It's sabi nga nila, di ba? Every financial decision is actually a spiritual decision. Yes, yes. So what is God telling you to yes. do? Because we're just here to give you examples and to show you, you know, we're not, we don't get it all right all the time too. But it doesn't mean that our solution must be your solution. Right. Your solution must be your own personal conviction coming from your own personal talks with God. And, and for the men here, uh, if you, if it's not working for you as a husband, that. That the, the the wife is 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 working and you have to I don't know well, maybe a house husband and it's not working for you. Be honest. You can tell each other that. Because, kahit sabihin natin na sabihin natin insecurity mo yan. Eh, insecurity mo yan. Ano gagawin natin, de ba? Either God will help you grow in that, or you'll or you'll have to learn the, the other way to deal with that. But the point is you have to deal with it together. And I know some husbands feel afraid to bring it up because isasabihin lang niya, insecure ako eh. Eh, may insecurity ka naman talaga eh. So, either dali natin kay Lord yan at, at madil na siya agad or abminin mo na, look, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just can't do this right now. It's difficult for me. How can we work on this together? Just like Carla talking about her own past and saying to me na, look, I, I know you're trying to be responsible but I'm telling you now, it's not enough. We need to step it up because it's hurting me in a way that Maybe you don't understand the way it's affecting me. And the loving response to that is, oh gosh, I, let me cover that. I didn't know that that's what I was doing to you. And for the women man, if you feel like the leadership of your husband is already getting affected, don't be selfish to say na, but I've got my dreams. And I've got, you know, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, sure, it's great that you're generating a lot of income. But you know, the leadership of your husband is very important also in the equation. And ano bang goal ng marriage na to? Kasi like the two of us. Magpayaman ba? Ganon. And, or even like some ministry. We could be doing so much more in ministry. We could be doing so much more in your career. But that's not the priority. Right. And you, the other point that I wanted to just add, and I, I guess that kind of ends this first part, the finances. Um... If you really feel like the leadership of your husband is suffering and your marriage is suffering just because you're earning more and you, this is affecting the, the security of your husband, then, and if you want to kind of step back from that, it comes with a whole lot of lifestyle change. Because huh? I know of some who really have a hard time just because the lifestyle is so high. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd like to share that when we, when I made that decision na ikaw na lahat ha, my husband takes care of everything. I'm not kidding. I even listed down how much my napkins cost in a month. Mm -hmm. And I told him, if you marry me, you're gonna have to pay for all of these things because I don't want to pay for that without me working in the marriage while we're married. that's an essential. Yeah, that's an essential, right? So that's not a vacation. If I don't have a vacation, that's fine. But I cannot not have napkins in a month. Well, we would have vacations, but staycation lang lahat. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I mean, you gotta take that cost also that comes with the, the reassurance that my husband is leading if you, you find yourselves in that kind of situation. Right. Right. So there. So that kind of wraps up the first. And uh, spoiler alert, we're not going to get to everything. Yes, because we're kind so of, it's already, already, we're like 34 minutes and we're just on question or at least section number one. So section number two is all about character. 
So there are different things here. And let's start with, this is a fun question. How to handle a nagging wife? <laughs> you know, I thought about this. There, there are two things that I, I'd like to share. One is, I want to ask the man, why does she have to nag you? So that could be a root. That's like, a does it really have to get to that point that a woman has to nag you for you to do something? Right. But maybe the other part is your your wife is just a control freak. Right. So th it those are two different things. To dance. But yeah, so I think that's the first thing to figure out. Is there a reason for nagging you? Or is there no... And what is that reason? Is that reason something that you could um, do something about? Or is it really an issue of your wife? Yeah, and you know, gonna give you a principle here that, that super helps me. And I'm studying it even more. Uh, with this whole family systems theory and, and anxiety, managing it and all that. But when it comes to issues like that, we are affected by one another's relationships, but we can only control or we are only responsible for our own actions. And so I feel like this kind of question can be used to go both ways. Eh? So someone, you know, a, a wife out there might take the statement you made to husbands and said, see, why do I have to nag you kasi? Or a husband might take that statement you said about the wives and say, see, control freak ka kasi. But that's the wrong way to apply these things. What we can do is take responsibility for our own actions. And since it's how to handle a nagging wife, I'm assuming this is the husband. And uh, I'll say this. I, I know what that feels like. Uh, I don't think Carla's like a super bad nagger. Uh, but let's be honest. You, you get that, you know. Uh, I'm sitting down on the sofa. I've just made myself comfortable. And that's when she decides to tell me about things that need to be done around the house. It's like she has a detector that she can tell Joseph's doing nothing, get him to do something. But for me to take that and say, sweetheart, you've crossed some kind of invisible threshold that now you're nagging, that's the wrong way to respond to this. Instead, I need to ask myself, why does what she says trigger me this way? Why does it cause me to get grumpy with her, to get irritated? Why does it make me feel like I don't have power? I do have power. My power is I can do it or not do it. And so I need to respond with, okay, what is she saying? Do I need to do this right now? Yes or no? And if I do need to do it, it doesn't matter whether it was triggered by her nagging. I now seize the control and I say, I will be responsible for this. On the other hand, if I don't think it needs to be done, then I'll tell her, nope, I'm not going to do that. That's not important right now. And then now that's up to her to handle or process that. Oh yeah, pero masabi ko lang ha, meron din mga naging husband. Ay yeah, makulit ako. Hindi <laughs> naman tanong, wait, love, wala kasi script. Wala sa tanong, wala, oh, wala sa tanong. Pero may phone lang. in question, paano daw kung naging yung husband? <laughs> eh, eh, makinig ka kasi. Kasi <laughs> seriously. Why does he have to nag you? <laughs> oh my gosh, if you guys watched Chloe, like how Captain Ree is, ganun to eh. Yung parang... Like over, overly, uh, ano ba, anxious about everything. I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm a helicopter husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So we've got a nagging wife and a helicopter husband. So may phone in question. Paano daw pag ganun? Unang-una, tanungin mo, ano ba yung, ano ba pinanggagalingan? Baka naman mahal na mahal na mahal ka lang yun. <laughs> o hindi, pero seriously, kasi, alam mo, sabi ko nga sa mga, mga kaibigan ko, Kung dalawang ang magkaibigan nagsama sa isang bahay, sa tingin ninyo, hindi ba kayong magkakagalit after a while? Not galit na like OFO na ha, but more like you get on each other's uh -oh. nerves, Ngayon, right? sa quarantine, di ba? So why are we even surprised? Yes, that's, that's, that's it. Not the we're recording, okay? Okay. So why are we even surprised that husbands and wives actually get into like small and big quarrels. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just it human nature. It yes, you you got to and you got to find ways of, you know what's a gift overlooking. You got to find yeah. ways of overlooking one another's flaws when the other one gets too much, right? Because yeah. minsan naman parang pinansin mo pa. But mo pa pinansin. <laughs> yeah. Diba? So, and, and just that goes choose at your every battles. level. Kasi like for example, may nakalimutan ako, let's say I didn't wash something. Carla, but mo pinansin pa yon. Pero, just because she nagged me, ako naman, my choice ako, bakit ko papansinin yung pagkapansin niya? 
right. ng bagay na yan. Ba't ko kailangan patulan yung ginagawa So, na? kung may papansinin kayo, dapat kapansin-pansin lang. So, from singlehood to marriage, kung may papansinin kayo, yung kapansin-pansin lang. <laughs> okay? Who got lines mo? Alright. So, moving on, we oh, itong isa, do men change? Nakakatawin wow. ko. Wow! <laughs> Parang kasi may hugot si kung sino man yan. Oh, no? Hindi, pero, di ba, I don't know if you guys heard our, our our previous episode and I said that Tim Keller said, uh, ever since I got married to Kathy, she's been with 10 different men and all of them were me. So, yes, men change. Uh, the question is, for the better or for the worse? Yeah, and that's something na, um, sige, let's talk about the process of change, no? Right. Um, we can't change people. We just have to acknowledge that. We have mm-hmm. to uh, own up to that. And I think this will remove a lot of the anxiety in our marriage or in our relationships if we finally admit to ourselves, I can't change you. Mm-hmm. And I've tried. <laughs> and I've failed drastically. And, and Carla Helicopter has failed husband. Siguro, ano, one way to describe it is when we proposed uh, I, this visual image. When, when, when I proposed to Carla, I had a friend who set, it, set up the camera and he put markers on the floor on how the the best angles were. So when I was proposing, um, she wasn't standing on the marker. And so... And okay, excuse me because this is a proposal. I had no idea that I had to stand on any marker. So we're having this sweet moment. I'm holding her arms. We're looking into each other's eyes. But then I'm pushing and pulling her to stand on the marker as well. And so you'll see it in the video where she's like, Ano ba? Ano ba ginagawa mo? So, ganyan. Yan ang relationship namin. Yeah. So, I've tried to change her, but you can't change people. You can't change people. Um, and so, um, for the husbands out there or the wives who are trying to change each other, it's not working. And then you're just getting more frustrated and your partner feels also frustrated that because the fact that we keep trying to change our partner is a signal that I'm not happy with the way you are. There's something yeah. missing or broken about you. But we know that already. We know that because of sin. And that's the only way that people will change for the better. Through an internal transformation uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit in, in their lives. Which is also why it's very important when choosing a partner, no? You can see that this person is admitted about his or her brokenness. Yes. Because if somebody enters a relationship thinking that there's nothing to be changed about me, that kind of is a red flag for me because... It'll be hard because you both need to change. I mean, Alam mo na eh. who isn't changed by being one with another person? Yeah. Diba from two to one? Dun palang, that's quite a big change. That means we're sharing the home, we're sharing the bed. That's a whole lot of change. And if you don't adjust for each other, then dun tayo mahihirapan because you're trying to keep yourself when you vowed to be one with somebody. Yes. And so. What, like what Carla said, is there evidence that this person is able to change? Right. Meaning, is this person submitted to the Lordship of Jesus? Because that's the only way to change, really. Because, yeah. I mean, if that, and honestly, if that change is only changing for you, you're not powerful enough. You yeah. can't sustain that. He, that person is not going to keep changing for the rest of his or her life only for you. It has to be bigger than the both of you yeah, and that for that person to change. Mania or whatever this is triggering the behavior you don't like will only manifest in other places. Right. So there... Um, so do people change? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that goes for women also. Yeah. And so the next question well, wait, is... Maybe one more thing about that. Sana as partners, we would be the first to recognize and to celebrate the changes. The positive changes right. in our partner. And they're the most hurtful things I've done in our relationship have been the times when I've let myself believe that Carla wasn't changing. And I've said it in my words and I've said, Lagi ka naman ganyan. I can just remember those instances and I know that those were deep wounds in her. And also the best things I've done as a husband, I feel, have been the times when I've called out the positive change in her and said, you're changing. This is you. This is amazing. God's doing this in you. In fact, Maybe you don't even see it in yourself, but it's just a matter of time. Other people will see it also. You have to be the first believer kasi, yeah. of that of that person's change. If you keep looking down on that person and if you keep yun, you nag, you say you have to change it, you have to it's not very encouraging. Right. Yeah. So the patience is needed very much in this and the the endurance. 
And also, you, we have to pray and say, Lord, please show me who you, what you have in store for this person. I right. want to be the one who sees that and I want to be the one who who does everything every day I can to bring it out of that person. Correct. Um, just a quote from the Italian job because that's what we need now. A mm-hmm. 17-year-old quote mm-hmm. you know, from that movie. But in that movie, uh, Donald Sutherland's character and Charlize Theron's character because they're good. He says, I trust people. It's the devil in them I don't trust. As a sign that, you know, people will turn on you because mm-hmm. of the devil inside of them. And I believe if, if we're followers of Jesus, we can say the opposite of that quote. I might not trust that person, but it's the Holy Spirit inside of them that I can trust. So even times that, and we hinted at this last week, Carla will look at me and be like, oh gosh, he doesn't get it. He's so slow. He's so stubborn. He's so sure of himself. Pero may Holy Spirit yan. Mm-hmm. Kung kailangan kakalibitin siya, kung kailangan siyang batukan ng Holy Spirit, hindi naman na yung Holy Spirit. But, you know, however <laughs> the Holy Spirit will do it, He'll get to me and that's why she can have faith that I'm going to change for the better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, next. What to do about unlovable traits? Um, I don't know what that means. Because eh. if it's a sin thing, then definitely we shouldn't Kasi love Because unlovable that. is so vague. Yeah. Like, what is an unlovable trait for you may not be unlovable for me. And it could be worse or actually, uh, wala, mababaw lang, shallow. Yeah. Yeah, so... And I guess we should think like, I don't love or unlove parts of you. You know, like I love you. I love Carla. And the parts of Carla that are not of God, I don't love that because that's not from God. And I think we have to get to the heart of what love means. eh? Love is a choice. Mm. So you don't really just... Because love here, I feel like, is used so uh, shallow, in a shallow sense na parang... Uh, I love burgers. I love... It's a preference. That's yeah. What you're describing, oh, it's a preference. more of like what you like, what you really, really like doing. But love is not like that. Love is like taking in the whole person. Yeah. So if you make that choice, you're gonna love that person through the good and the bad. Kaya nga ganun yung vow, diba? So, but this is very vague. I don't know where this person is coming from, if this person really meant that. And so, this is a segue for... The most important advice that we always give to couples. <laughs> have another couple mentor you. Yep. Like somebody, preferably somebody older and wiser in years. Yep. Who, who can guide you through like the whole hotline. thing. And it's also like a 911 for you guys that when something is wrong, you can call them anytime. And that you, and you don't do this to everyone because yeah. you don't want to expose yourselves, your partner, um, unwisely to just about anybody but just that couple who knows your history and both of you should be comfortable with that i've seen this it has to be an agreement between the two of you right i've seen this fail when only one partner really wants to talk to the couple and Mm. the other partner doesn't Mm. so kaya namin sinabi yon because you know we can only give advice from afar but i don't really know you Personally, I haven't seen your history. Baka naman there is, uh, there is a deeper root to that question. So if you've got somebody who really knows you deeply, na couple, then that would be the most beneficial thing for your marriage. One, one of the right. And the other question now is, what is the hardest adjustment for each other that we've had to go through so far? I, th- I think it's just having another person there. Yeah. All the time. Because... Isn't it so blissful to not have anybody in your life? To like... I, I mean, like may, maybe extroverts will not agree with or me. Or in certain times. Certain times. But, I mean, if you had to decide for everything together with another person, isn't that hard enough? Yeah. And I feel, I feel like the first time I... I really understood this When did that fact. sink in for you? Yeah. When like, we were like, married? When I I took the car and then <laughs> you got mad because I didn't think of you that day. Not not not, not the mad, but, but more like you didn't tell me that you were gonna take the car. I was gonna take the car too. And it wasn't even like um planned. Like there wasn't a plan for me to take the car. There was yeah. no plan. Yeah. You just thought you woke up and you thought I need the car. 
I woke up and I thought I need the car, but you woke up earlier and the car was gone. Yes, and <laughs> so the the car thing was like, oh, I need to think of somebody else now when I have to use the car. When before this, twenty seven years of my life, well, not really twenty seven, but like from the moment that I got my own car to that point, I had to think of nobody else but myself. Yeah, and now. It just has to be. Uh, are you gonna use the car today? Yon. So and I um okay. It's not that mababaw na. It's just about the car. It's about everything else. Yep. Eating, spending, sleeping. Everything's like that. So everything is like that. You have to mind the other person around you, mm-hmm. and that's not really easy. For me, it was when I was. I think after the office, after being at the office. Uh, I would go do other appointments. People would need ministry and I would set appointments over and over again. And then one day you called, I think it was 8 p.m. and you were like, what time are you coming home? And I thought, well, I guess when I'm done, but these people still need help. And you got very angry and I thought, what? This woman is so irre- um, like out of proportion the way she responds to things. <laughs> and then so I called Pastor Paolo and he was like, Joe, you, you have a wife. You have to go home to her. Exactly. I'm like, I do? I mean, not that I don't have a wife, but I have to go home. And so I learned na paalam mo, sabihin mo sa kanya. And it's not like because she, see people, a lot of guys I know uh, will struggle with this. And I thought about this also, like who holds the the authority behind this relationship. But it's not that, it's just being thoughtful. Because yes. there are times that I know I have to do it and she doesn't like it. But she, she you know, wala naman siya magagawa, I need to go do it. But... It it's just a small step of letting the other person know and being sensitive to the other person. You know, other other couples or other people might think I'm not the man like that because I oh they come from like families that are very mindful of each other, <coughs> and I do acknowledge that there are people who are more thoughtful than us. However, there are little <laughs> there are very little things also in your life that you're. It's like a, a difference in perspective. Yeah. Um, na parang it's starting to get on your partner's nerves because you're just thinking differently. Yeah. But even that, because your thought patterns have to be rewired. Yeah. Once you're married, because you're now thinking as one about a lot of things. Yeah. So just watch out for that, I guess. If you're like, na kung first year marriage and you're adjusting, which kind of brings me. To the next. You want to answer this, Pa, about the past? Like now? Or maybe we'll just answer that in the next podcast. Any? Together. Your call. We can do it next. Game. Let's move it to mahaba the... Eh. Oh, mahaba kasi yan eh. Well, but, not for me. <laughs> oh, sige. Sagutin na natin. Yung isa kasi... Really? Oh, ano? Oh, dito tayo mag-argue. Ilang minutes din yun. Uh-oh. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Yes. Okay. okay, so one question is handling each other's pasts. And um, I had a hard time with Joseph because he didn't have much. De joke lang. <laughs> okay, so ako wala akong masyadong problema. Kasi, I mean, like, hindi naman siya problema, no? But I think that question is really more for you. Because Joseph's, I, am I your first girlfriend ba? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm your first girlfriend and last and now wife so there's really nothing much for me to deal with when it comes to his past he's like the poster boy for a good boy he's not okay i'm not saying that he's perfect but when you talk about stereotypes i think that's where he falls under and people always think that i'm super lucky to have that so yeah yeah and um honestly that's why it wasn't such a hard thing it wasn't an issue for me uh Siguro one advantage I had compared to other men who I've spoken with is uh, your lifestyle was pretty public um, before we started dating. And so I had to deal with a lot of those questions before we started dating. Hindi ako nagulat na, ha, ganyan ka pala, diba? Terrorista ka pala dati, parang ganun. Like, I didn't have to worry about that because you, it, it was pretty public. There were a few things you told me after we were dating na, but by then it was like, well, yeah, what, what's another... Thing. I've already dealt with this in my own mind, in my own heart. I know I still love you and I still want to be with you. So that's the thing. I feel for some of the men who I talk to because yung iba sa kanila, sweetheart, nagugulat talaga. 
na ay hindi hindi ko alam na hindi ako handa dun. and i think that's what the dating process is for uh for us to to get to know each other and we'll talk more about that in the next episode but um we have to ask ourselves going back to that do people change what am i dating this person for bakase um is it because i'm i i see that god has something great for them and i want to be a part of that i want to love that person i want to have a front row seat to it i want to be the one tending to that calling and helping that person get there because if that's the case then that person's past doesn't matter now if it really does bother you though then we have to be honest about that. Yes. There's nothing wrong about being honest, huh? Yeah. Na, it doesn't mean that you're looking down on that person. It's just also a matter of your own capacity. Yeah. Kasi hindi lang naman one way to eh, na, na yung, kunare yung isa may past na sobrang grabe, tapos yung isa hindi, uh, tapos hindi niya kayang i-handle yung, yung past nung grabe yung past. It's not, uh, it's not a statement against that person who has There's that There's no medal past. for it. Yeah, it's just more like, am I equipped to, am I ready for this kind of thing? Because it really has implications on your marriage. Huh? I yeah. mean, like, I have, obviously, I have the, parang the deeper, <laughs> darker kind of past between the two of us. And I already knew beforehand, before getting into marriage, that it would have baggages. And it's going to appear in the marriage one way or another. In the way that he also has, ha? I mean, he's not free from that. Like, my husband also has his own baggages. And from I feel like uh, people don't know that we've talked about that part more than than your past, honestly. Yeah, kasi siguro yung sa akin, super obvious, minsan naman ganun eh, kahit nga yeah. sa sakit eh. Pag meron, pag meron kang obvious na sakit, gumagaling ka kaagad. Pero kung hindi masyadong obvious, that's when it really takes time before it manifests and before you can deal with it. Yeah, and so, and part of that, let's use that issue of the sakit, di ba? Kasi alam mo ngang malala, ang layo mo na doon. Hindi ka na lumalapit talaga doon. Right. On the other hand, with with, with me, um, some of them are still in church. Alam mo yan, yung mga kaibigan ko. So, parang, oh, what what's happening here? Why are you still talking to that person that way? Parang, ay, oh nga, no? Parang, honestly, that's more of the issue that we've had with ourselves. Yeah, so, actually, kahit pasabihin mo na somebody like looks like, I guess that's also another way of looking at it, no? Na, parang, even if you feel like... Maybe two? Huh? No, I'm just... Okay. Saying the issue. All right. Even if you feel like the other one has the deeper, darker past, all of us have baggages because the reality yeah. is we're all broken. Yep. We're all broken in some parts. And maybe in the other parts, we're not. That's why we can be strong in them. However, there are parts there where you're broken. We're not perfect. We don't come from perfect families. And even if our families have been good to us, they also are broken in some parts. Right. And that's also kind of why as parents, we're very very active and praying for our, our children. Uh, whatever lack or whatever brokenness we've kind of uh, done to them or like maybe have contributed I- in their lives, parang we're just praying na, Lord, you be the Lord of that. Yes. And that's the same for us. We come from different backgrounds and I don't know what that background has done to you, but some one way or another, it's going to appear kasi in a relationship. Yeah. And again, no, we go back to how much do we how much of god do we trust in that person yes. for that person to overcome mm-hmm. even something that has you know has been like really traumatic or life changing for that person in the past yep and that you said it sweetheart that's exactly what the heart of it is do i believe the gospel mm-hmm. do i believe that if anyone is in christ they are a new creation the old has gone the new has come and, and yeah. it's not even the past Maybe the past is not pre-marriage. The past is how your marriage used to be, how you guys started. Do we believe the gospel? And like I said earlier, I've, I've done that to Carla. I've been like, oh gosh, this girl's been so irritable in this time of the day. She's always going to be like this. That's not true. That's not true. Ten years later, I'm like, you know what? No. Anything can change. Everything will, will improve as we walk with God. So just trust that. I feel like though, because maybe if we have like listeners who don't really read the Bible or don't, who don't believe in God, um, I'm, and you're probably waiting for another kind of answer. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sorry because this is the only way we see 
that a person could change. And we really highly recommend it. <laughs> if you guys have not explored that part yet Next of like what we're into having Jesus Christ. Yeah, of having like the gospel in your lives it's really, it's really life changing it's really marriage saving yeah and sweetheart siguro some people kasi might be because of the religion you know the idea na i don't know if i want to join your church i don't know if i want to yeah. stop being whatever we're called now and that's not what we mean what we're talking about is knowing god in such a way that he'll change your life. And so that's possible for all of us. Oh. Again. Yeah. So where do we start the I know. So what we're start. talking about is knowing God in such a way and having him lead and guide and and change your life so that even the ch- personal change that was impossible on our own becomes not just possible but actually even inevitable. Because God will be the one to do that. Yes. So anyway, that's another topic. That's another topic. And I feel like this is too much for one podcast already. I don't want to go to the next Wow. So you said you have anymore. seven major categories and we got through two. Yes. Wow. So, okay. So we're going to stop here. and. But can I just say, for the record, mm-hmm. usually the one who has trouble projecting how long something will take Mm-hmm. And how much effort something will take is me. <laughs> and this time, <laughs> yay, it wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> well, what did I say, ba? That you wanted to get through this. And we only got oh, through... Oh, no, I said I wanted to get through until three. No, anyway, I wasn't wrong. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You know what? Marriage is not about right <laughs> or wrong. It's about how much you love each other, whether you are right or wrong in seeing each other through. Yes. So, oh, good application. next... Um, next part. So I th- I feel like we're gonna have three parts. So well, no, four, including the first. So there was the podcast number one, mm-hmm. which sparked the questions that we we gathered for yes. this podcast. And I think the next two pa. So we're gonna have a four part thing for marriage. Wow, it's a loaded topic. Yeah. And after um, that, we're gonna go like the completely opposite direction. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about parasite. Yes. <laughs> that movie. Maybe. But yeah. So next, so just to... Um, Wet your appetite. Yes. Which isn't basa, ah. W-E-T your appetite. W-H-E-T. So for the next um, episode, we're going to have first questions on your first year of marriage. Yay. And then the other one is, how do you keep the spark of the passion alive? Keep this love alive. alive. And then the <laughs> fifth one will be about differences or disagreements. And I then I'm going to do that in one episode. All three. Yeah, so we'll do all of that next episode. And then after that, we have more. Yeah. But I think for the third one or the fourth, it would be more about the single people. Naman. Nice. Single, because we've got single people or dating people or engaged people asking us questions about marriage. Nice. So we, you have something to look forward to. And so, thank you for listening this far. Now, we are in Last our next... one. Question and answer. Question and answer. Uh-huh. And the and question... And we're not going to do a relationship question this yes, time. Yes. But we are. Not we really are. about romantic man-woman, but more like from Arab PLCDS, how would you know if you are truly in love with God? Wow. Mm-hmm. My answer for that is that you would know if you're in love with God if you have the symptoms of being in love, like your, your you have butterflies at your stomach. You're always thinking about that person, and you 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 kind of want to be with that person all day, all night. Can't stop thinking about that person. That's how you know that you are in love with God. However, you don't want to stop there. I mean, those are the symptoms of being in love, and I I. I was in love with Joseph before we we got to dating and before we got married. And I am still in love with him. However, I don't feel in love every day of my life. And so my point in saying all of that is that, um, is that our goal? Yeah. To just be in love with God. Yeah. I feel like the goal must be, how can I love God? And how does he love me? Yeah. And love again is a choice, meaning good and bad, better worse. You're you're choosing to say, 
even if I'm don't I'm not in love with you today. I don't particularly feel in love with you today. It's choosing to say I'm still gonna stay here and love you. Yeah. Love you through it all. Yep. And I I love those two emphases. Says emphases. Yeah. Emphasis. <laughs> and it's that uh, more than do I feel in love with God? It's do I love God? And Jesus said, you know, if you love me, you'll keep my commands and that's mm-hmm. how we know am i living a life that honors god uh, that's motivated that i obey him motivated by my love for him but an even better thing to focus on or the first thing we should focus on that produces that love is knowing how much he loves us and when we mm-hmm. know how much he loves us we'll actually start to change and love him back because there's nobody who loves yeah. like god there's nobody who's that patient that kind like everything we just said about marriage, believes in you, loves you through your worst, accepts you through your past, will will bring out the best in you. See, Lord, lahat yun. So when we focus on that, then our hearts will just, oh gosh, I love God. And then we're going to start living a life that reflects it. Yes. So Ara, thank you for your question. And I hope our answer kind of helped you. Yeah. That's it for episode five of Woo! Anything Goes with Joe and Carla. Um, with our new mics new mics this sorry for a little bit questions the, like bits of like glitches because i i feel like i'm doing something to the wire that kind of skips we'll at some points but thank you and we'll see you i mean well you'll hear from us again yeah, and we'll and hear if you want to reach us email us at joe and carla podcast at gmail.com and you can join the anything goes with joe and carla Facebook yes group. please do it's a super fun group we like follow-up discussions there so maybe you can throw in more of your thoughts react to what we're saying here yeah. uh, over there at the group I love you yes thank you guys bye, bye ya.